2: k and Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It is a shout-out Friday, 877 1053 You got me, Kevin Hagelin, Corey Majors, who might have just injured himself with the mic stand again. I'm fine. Mike Bassick and Chris Strong.
0: Chris Strong with the unbelievable, I believe, throwback Ferguson Jenkins 1970s Hell jersey.
2: yeah.
0: We've had Fergie on before on yes, our show, yeah. Yes, we
2: have. He talked about his beer and everything. He was phenomenal. And then shout out to us. It's our last show in the studio.
0: Yep. What, wait, what? Before spring training. Yeah, okay, we to thank you. Training. I was like, if we're moving, I did not know this. Next week. I know there's been talk about it, but I was like, I <laughs> oh didn't know God. that that was happening when we get back from Surprise. And
3: nobody knows what happens whenever we try to leave the desert, you know? Weird things happen in the desert. What the hell does that
0: mean? Like the first inning of the Dodgers and Padres opening up spring training. What happened there? Well, the highlights are on. It was almost a run rule in the first inning. Yeah.
3: Wow. It's only 2 nothing. How's that a run rule? That being
0: said, (laughs) it was was (laughs) 8-0 to in the first
3: inning. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's fascinating. I remember the
0: year I got released. I went to Kissimmee against the Astros, and I gave up six runs and got one person out. And... Uh, at the end of spring training, they said you can go home now. <laughs>
2: oh no! I should not laugh about that. <laughs> it, is,
0: it worked out in the end. <laughs> okay, that's true. National said after that game you were dead. They didn't tell me that, but that's what happened.
2: Let's go to cut number three. A team that is very much alive and well. Your Dallas Mavericks.
0: Eubanks and a turnover. Six now three. And a goal! okay, Kyrie.
2: Now, three-pointers were the story of the night. Specifically, we can go anywhere y'all want with this game because I do want to talk about their defense as well. But specifically, I want to start with the beginning of the third quarter. It was obviously a close game, and it looked like it was going to be a battle, battle, battle all night long. And then... The Mavericks start the third quarter on a 16 to nothing run. Three threes from Luca, a three from PJ, a three from Josh Green, and then Derek Lively made one of two free throws. But still, a 16 to nothing run with those three pointers raining down.
0: I don't want to take away from that because that was awesome at 63 60, you said at halftime. Is I thought the Kyrie moment though was early in the game, Phoenix was hot. The Mavericks weren't. Kyrie usually goes out at about the seven-minute mark or six-minute mark of the first quarter to get about a three- to four-minute rest and then comes in to finish off the first quarter. Well, I thought his finish off of the first quarter was just as important when he got hot and got the game back to a 33-32 game at the end of the first This was such a fun game to watch. And I'll be honest, I did not watch it live because I was at my son's baseball game. So I was following the score, and then I was able to follow the last five minutes of the game live and then went back and watched the game. And that was, I'm not saying that was a playoff game, but that's what I remember regular season basketball being like when Dirk was in his prime, that when two good competitive teams are playing for something seeding, In the playoffs, that's what I'm used to two teams playing like. And I thought Kyrie and the rest of the Mavericks, but I thought Kyrie had some very big moments, including that end of the first quarter run too. You briefly took the lead. I know it's one point, but you briefly took the lead in a quarter
2: that for probably the last half of it, maybe the last seven minutes, you were in a six, eight, ten point deficit. And it felt like, is this where we're going to be working from all night? Like, are you going to... Have to make the run to make it a one possession game, and all of a sudden, bam, presto changeo! By the end of the first quarter, it's a one possession
0: game.
3: Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie was he was your offense to start that game. Yes, and
0: thirteen, I want to yeah, say in the first, in the first quarter.
3: in And I mean, like he's just a wizard, dude. Like the the things he's that a he maverick. can do. Well, and, uh, and I say wizard because he looks like magic sometimes. And again, yeah, not Orlando Magic or Magic Johnson. It's just I am going to have to come up with a new word. You right? are a new. He's a mage, if you will. Um, I don't, I don't know, know what that is. But yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound good. This is, well, majors. My mage is kind of... Anyway, this is the, I thought the you stat. My, I thought you were my core dog. Kevin, this is the stat that I was like, what is, this is, what?" of course, including five consecutive three-pointers <laughs> coming out of half, the Mavericks recorded 19 three-pointers, the third top most games of such instances in the league this season, 11. Dallas has a 10-1 and record, <laughs> When the team records 19 or more three pointers, and in my mind it's like, of course they do. Yeah.
0: When you but hit 19 three, who has a insane. bad record if you make 19 threes in a game?
2: <laughs> but but can I tell you this, and this is something that is encouraging. I don't know if you ever go back and like retroactively do this after the fact, or if you think this is a giant waste of time. Is Phoenix shot really well from distance as well? Sometimes almost
3: I'll, every stat, Kevin. Phoenix beat the Mavericks in last wow. night, except for they turned the ball over six times or six more times in the Mavs and they had one less block shot. Okay. Now I sometimes I'll go back and look and be like, all right, you won by ten, but you
2: shot forty-five percent from three, and the other team shot thirty percent from three.
3: Mm-hmm. So if that equal, how often are you gonna yeah, shoot forty-five percent exactly? Also. And if it
2: equalizes it all, out at all, but they were Pretty competitive. Like I realize you said 19 three pointers yeah, for the for the Mavs, but I know the Suns were dealing from distance as well. Is so I, I, I was really excited about how well they looked, how well <clears throat> excuse me, Kyrie looked, how good the defense in the second half looked. A lot of positive things out of this game.
3: And did you and did you hear what do you take of Jason Kidd talking about Luca and Kyrie and he's like talking about the streak. And this is the, like the, the longest that <laughs> feels like the, I think it is the longest they played together. Their record is phenomenal when they're on the court together this year. Yeah. And Jason yeah. Kidd's like, I think it's kind of proof that when, you know, that these two can coexist and these two can play, uh, play together.
0: I think it's very scary. I, I tweeted this out this morning it's This has to be very scary for other teams. I know it's just one game, but if you are Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Denver's the champs. I'm not saying they're scared. I'm not saying those other two teams are scared. Or the LA Clippers, who have beat the Mavericks without this group, but they yeah. have beat Luka in seven games. Like, I'm not saying other people didn't contribute in those series, but Luka was averaging 40 in those 14 games. And they, it took them seven to beat them. Yeah. And so now Luka has two real centers. I know. I always do this. I'm sorry. But thank God we never have to watch Dwight Powell play another meaningful minute of basketball on this team because you have two real NBA centers now on your team. And then you have another star on your team. Then you have these really good role players. I, I still consider them role players, but you have these good role players that can do different things. And so you can throw in different looks with P.J. Washington and Josh Green and Derek Jones Jr. And if he comes back, Dante Exum and Tim Hardaway Jr.
2: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
4: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Right, and Tim Hardaway Jr. is, is in a cold streak. He does this. He'll get hot again. I don't know when he will, but he will get hot again. And you have hardy who could play some sort of weird role in the playoffs where he comes off the bench one game and has 18 points and you're like wow that came out of nowhere so this has to be scary for other teams the defense that you're not going to get clean looks i loved i know they called it a foul but when booker went to the hole and daniel gafford Paul, like just they called the foul they reviewed it they kept it a foul but it was like no, no 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 you're going to be put on your butt And we still might get the block shot and move. And then there was another one where Gafford knocked it into the third row. And Derek Lively can do those things. So this has to be scary for the rest of the Western Conference.
3: So you're telling me during this seven-game win streak, they've held all their opponents under 115 points. Okay. And they've been winning games?
2: Yeah. What?
3: What what a magic theory that That I'm glad that they're finally
2: following. (laughs) Maverick theory. And I just, yes, there you go. Is, and I just want to point out for the record like, if you haven't followed the broad trends in basketball for the last, I don't know, eight to 10 years, under 115 is quality. Like, if you can get under 110, I think people will be like, oh, wow, that's a heck, that's a good defensive effort. Cleveland
3: is at 109. Minnesota, who's first in the league, is at 106. Yes. Those are the only teams under, actually, I'm sorry, the Knicks are also at 109.
2: There you go. It's not the way it used to be. Like, if you took all, all the players, run those spurs and pistons finals i wonder how they feel watching modern
3: day basketball and even but. back in the day those those teams right there or the teams that were in like last place they were still only giving up like 90 something points a game it wasn't like this right now it's and, wild and you gave up 50 points in the second
2: half and something that we were just referencing there's a specific quote from pj washington that i really liked he said We have two really good shot blockers in Gafford and Lively. And we're like, sure, we've seen that. We understand that. But then what does that mean for him? Quote, that makes it easier for us in the perimeter to switch and be aggressive and try to force the ball into them, make people take tough shots. Because that's one of the fundamental things about perimeter defense. If you don't trust your interior, how bold can you really be? Because you're thinking, oh man, if I get burned by this, that's an automatic too. But now... If you're like, you know what? I trust Gafford or Lively. I can be a little bit more aggressive, maybe go for the steal or maybe to close out potentially. You could get a foul, but you feel like you can risk it a little bit more because of what's inside. So yep.
3: one of the, the the main factors I heard Gafford talking about whenever he got here was, I'm going to chirp. I'm going to be talking all the time. That's my job. I'm the eyes for everybody else. And Derek Lively, has he's been very vocal. But I think think one of the major factors in his ability, like his decision to do that, was working and talking with Tyson Chandler. And when we go back and watch that year, Tyson Chandler was the voice on that team. He was telling everybody where he was, where other guys were, so that, like you're saying, the guys on the perimeter know how to know where their footwork needs to be to press a guy to him. So, oh, I'm, yes. I'm funneling you to my guy. You think you're getting past me right now. I'm keeping you from going the direction you want to go so I can send you to somebody that's going to make the pa- the, the shot more difficult on you. It's great communication between between the centers and, and the guys on the perimeter right now. And again, like you just said, the trust that that guy's not going to get an easy bucket and make them look bad is even better.
0: That's four games. Yeah. That's that's all they've had to do. It's like, I don't know. This is the point. I don't know with 26 games left, it should improve. I'm not saying the whole team's under 100 or anything, but to your point where it looks good, it looks like their rotations are sound. It looks like they're... How much better can they get by the time the playoffs start? And luckily, you're in the real playoffs right now with a lot. You're close, but... But let's talk about that because that is an interesting
2: point is somebody asked, are you worried that they could peak too soon? I am not whatsoever, because you know what getting into the real playoffs means? Extra days of practice. Because if you're, okay. you know, because you got to wait out seven, yeah. eight, nine, and 10. And I, I'm not saying it's a training camp or anything like that. But if you can get a little mini break to have more practice with these yeah. guys together, because you know it, practice time is tough to come by in the flow of the yeah. season. And so I like it because, first of all, you're in the real playoffs. Second of all, you can get some extra days to
0: work work out the kinks. The main thing I'm worried about, and I don't want to get into this too much, is Kyrie's health. He is so – if they're going to have any success in the playoffs, Kyrie has to play, Scottie Pippen, all the games. He has to be available for 40 minutes a night in the playoffs. And that's probably, if you're the other team – Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Denver, LA Clippers. That's probably one of your first round matchups. Most likely, the four teams I just named is going to be a team you play in yes. the first round, most likely. They probably look at it and go, "Let's see if Kyrie's actually healthy when the playoffs start." Just like if you're playing the Clippers, I'm still like, "Let's see if Kyrie, let's see if uh Kawhi Why, Leonard" yeah is actually healthy yeah. when the playoffs start, or Paul George. And then that's the thing about Phoenix last night. You could say, if you're a Phoenix fan, I'm sure you're not listening to us right now. But, you should okay, be. you'd say, well, okay, you beat us. We didn't have Bradley Beal. I don't know. What's the percentage you can put on Bradley Beal's going to come back healthy and be a contributor for you when it matters most? Because they lack depth. That team does lack depth. So when Bradley Beal is out, it hurts them quite a bit. They tried to help out that depth. At the trade deadline, getting Royce O'Neal. And I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the other player they got. But I look at that team and I go, I think the Mavs, if you played them in a seven-game series, it would be a tough series with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I get it. I think the Mavs would beat them in a seven-game series if you're healthy. Mike, what is your tolerance level? for BS. yeah, me giving you
2: some of the business this morning. i will give them the business.
0: Okay, t- I sure, I'll take it. What
2: is the biggest argument you and I have ever had on air? That I don't listen enough?
3: Okay, fair enough. I think that's a, more of a complaint than an argument. Yes. Okay. Like, I think you agree the, with that. The topic? So. Yes. One was Henry Ruggs, because that's when you threw your that's fair. headphones
0: off. In a basketball space. That was still was more the of a most miscommunication. nonsensical but gigantic
2: argument we got into. Crap. Jokic. Um, multiple people have texted me this morning and hit me up on social media and said, you have to bring this up to Mike. Alexey Pokashevsky oh yeah, from said. the Oklahoma <laughs> City Thunder <laughs> was waived this morning. I will tell you. Pick him up. That was like two years ago that we had like a super intense argument. And multiple people hit me up this morning. And like. Bro, this got to be on the run sheet, right? And I'm like, it's not. I didn't even know about it until. I saw it this morning, and I was like, well, he sucks. And then Josh Green was starting for the victorious Mavericks yesterday. So, I'm going to take that as a dub.
0: Take it. I was wrong, but luckily Oklahoma City was. They intentionally traded up one. They didn't trade up one spot. They got... We have to get ahead of Dallas. Dallas Because they thought Poku was going to go to Dallas if he was available. So they traded up one spot earlier, took him, and it's unfortunate for him. I don't think he's gonna make it in the NBA. I'll be honest. Yeah. But he does have time, if that makes sense. Like he's twenty two, I think, years old, if I have it right, might be twenty-three. He has time over the next two or three he years. 22. Go to a crap team. Go to Washington. Go to, I don't know, You know, name a crap team, and try to get minutes and see if you can figure out how to play in this league because it, it didn't work out. I thought he had the talent and ability to do it. He doesn't.
2: It is a shout-out Friday for the 903. Happy early birthday to my gorgeous girlfriend, Brandy, Ready to celebrate with you tomorrow at the ball fields, and then Corey, I love this one a specifically Saturday, for baby. you. Can I get a birthday shout out? My birthday was yesterday, yeah. but I didn't want to say it because Corey would yell at me and <laughs> talk about all the shout out rules. Where appreciate where is, what's their name? Appreciate. Oh man, I did. I don't think they put their name. Yeah, because right like Brandy, her
3: situation that's tomorrow, you know. So I mean, we'll. Hit us up tomorrow for Brandy. <laughs> Man, I like that you've become like the ruler of the, the logistics to these shout for outs. For that well, person who's like, hey, my birthday was yesterday. Would love to give you the shout out, but we need your name. Happy birthday to and you. And your social security number.
2: No, not, not that. Oh. We're the KNC
4: Masterpiece. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.